football fans, put your hands together for the Bikini Bottom Super Band! <laughs> America! To America! Listening is your ears brand new test On their podcast, you gotta step it up Cause these two dudes are gonna tell you what's up So I'm Jacob To America! So let Papa while I listen to episode of Jacob To America! If it's good, you're gonna listen now For the next season, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, the evil empire that is the New England Patriots, will be returning to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl L-I-I, and playing the babyface this year, the rebellion if you will, the Los Angeles Rams, led by Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Keep to lead. Gladys Knight singing the national anthem. A 33-year-old Sean McVay. Dilly Dilly. Marcus Peters. Sweet Victory. Aaron Donald. The Bud Light Knight. Wait, what the fuck are you talking about again? Nakatab Kasu. How do you say his name? I think there's a couple of clicks in there. Nadamakasu. Is that right? I don't know what the motherfucker's name is. All I know, he's a fucking amazing-ass defensive player. They better knock Tom Brady on his ass. And maybe stop on his calf. Oh, God, please. And, and the, all that is holy, please let that happen. So with that said, everybody, <laughs> welcome to episode 85. Super Bowl L. I. 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 Stay tuned. It depends how deep, like, how deep you want to get. I was gonna say, yeah, like, how far can I stick it up to you? So I'm the bottom. I mean, we can take turns. Okay, that's that's only fair. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Right. Fucking, right. Right, it, yeah. it's fucking, it's 2019, sir. Yeah, that's right. Fucking that's right. equal that's right. rights. There's fucking no uh, uh, dynamics in a, in a sec- same-sex relationship, okay? I'll say this. I've had someone stick it up there. I did not like it. What? Yeah, no, not a fan. Not a fan. Whoa. Yeah, we are getting deep then, yeah, man. I bit. was just kidding. A little bit, no, yeah. But damn, all Like, the- I'm going to try. Like, I'm going to try. Like I, like I said, everyone's everyone's got a thing. And a lot of us, a lot of us don't know what the thing is. And I can tell you right now. That is not your thing. That is not my thing. I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. I don't even have to experiment it to know that that's not my thing. Ah. <sighs> I'll disagree with you on that, but uh, everyone should try it all once. Everyone should try it all nah, once. That's I'm all good. I'm saying. I'm good. I'm like, like when I sit on the toilet, I'm just trying to get in and out like a robbery, baby. Like I ain't trying to fucking. <laughs> if I know that I'm not enjoying that, then oh my god, yeah, I know I'm not gonna enjoy the alternative, if you will. All all I'm gonna say is just remember that you're used to things only ever coming out. So if someone sticks something up there. When it comes out, it's going to give you a sensation similar to other things coming out, but they're not. Trust me, they're not. Your reaction is going to be, oh, holy shit, I can't believe I just did that. 
But you didn't. Just trust me, you didn't. Uh, yeah. It's okay. okay. I'm, I'm okay, though. I'm good. I'm good. I think I'm good, okay? Again, I think you gotta try it. But nah, you know. I'm good, I'm man. Are, is this where you're trying to fucking Harvey Weinstein me right now? <laughs> you're trying to Kevin Spacey me hey. right now? Is hey. this my Me Too moment on fucking fucking audio? Um, You know what? I can get you places. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I can get you places, dog. Well, we've been doing fucking 50 episodes of Art and Jacob Do America. I mean... We're getting close to my one year anniversary. Yeah, you are. Are we gonna <laughs> yeah, have? We should get you a fucking like a like a, one of those cupcakes or whatever, and have you blow it out on air and shit. Oh, that'd be awesome. And you know where we could see it? Everyone could see it on the fucking Facebook Live. Nice, because we do Facebook Lives for all of these fucking episodes that we do, and uh, you can actually see behind the scenes because we start this shit at least a minute or so before we start recording the podcast. And usually a couple of minutes afterwards, we're all just recording like, was that okay? Oh, yeah, it was fine. No, whatever. Yeah, the, all face- shit, yeah, the Facebook mean? Live is kind of like those bonus DVD features yeah, and shit. You know exactly. what I'm saying? You want to see the fucking the French trailer and shit? That's right. Subscribe to the fucking Facebook, okay? By the way, that, that means that Art has fucking uh, moments where he speaks in tongues and the and his tongues sounds like French. Mm-hmm. That's that's what Jacob means. I literally had to do an exorcism on one episode. That's right. Remember that? Yeah, I did. We thought actually. he was dying? We thought he was. We did think he was dying. I had to throw holy water. Water on him and shit. Like, it is Christ who compels you. Oh my God! Elizabeth had to come and fucking read her fucking doctrines and we, shit. We actually got we actually got some shit for that one right yeah, there. We did. We sure did. But we soldiered through. You we know did. We soldiered through. God damn Art was fucking dying, and you two just looked at him like fucking yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> fucking you. You got this done. Never mind the fact that uh, I'm I'm CPR and. First aid certified and stuff like you're that. You're a sommelier, you know, fucking, whatever that means. That's right. You're fucking... Actually, yeah. I do, uh, well, it's expired now, but I, I do actually have my, my one-year sommelier. But my CPR and first aid certificate... You're a doctor. Is, you're a, uh, you're a CPS. Just that's right. I'm a, I'm a I'm your spiritual guru. You can call me the original sexican. That's right. That's what I'm here for. Jack of all trades, baby. So welcome to episode two of the Eric and Jacob Do America podcast. You know what? I don't even want it to be at this point... <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. It's the it, it's not even like the, the Doctor Eric Castillo and Jacob Pixon. At this point, <clears throat> the good Reverend Eric Castillo <laughs> and Jacob Pixon. That's what I'm. We thinking were right literally there. There literally just watching a documentary on fucking Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. Well, fuck it, there you go. That's perfect. It's that's fate. That's fucking, fate right there, man. It's God telling us. That's right. It's God telling us. As your spiritual guru, I'm gonna tell you right now that it was fate that led all of this together and me being referred to as the good referend, Terry B. Castillo. <laughs> Do you realize I got to fucking rearrange all our goddamn merch I've been working on? Goddamn right. Goddamn right. You know what I mean? And by the way, and it's, 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 um, it's just like a tribe called quest. It's just like a pimp name slip back. It's the good reverend, Eric Castillo. You got to say it all together, all together. Okay, if that's what you want, <laughs> sir. If you want to be called a woman, it's, I will call you a woman. Hey, I will call you the good reverend in order the doctor. It doesn't hey, matter to me. It's not. It's not what I want. It's what the Lord wants. Oh, all right, we've okay. discussed that. All right, that 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 came up like thirty <laughs> seconds. If ago. it's God's go. will <laughs> for me to be called that, I will be called that. Okay, that's right. Okay, okay. So, wow. Speaking of Southern gentlemen, what's this week's topic? Uh, let me see. Uh, Southern gentlemen, uh, <laughs> the New Orleans Saints. No, oh no, no, that is not what we're talking about tonight. It may have, should have been. It probably should have been <laughs> the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not. I am. I'm okay. 
I'm one of those people that uh, I never, ever, ever, ever think that an entire game hinges on one play. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because, you know, if a missed tackle or that last clutch shot or, you know, someone missing that last ball in the outfield or whatever it is, that one little play at the, at, in, the, in the last 30 seconds in the ninth inning and, you know, triple overtime and, you know, whatever the fuck it is, if that's what screwed you over for the game, like, no, 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 no. Like, at least three or four of the people missed a crucial tackle before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least at least five other people, six other people, you know, where the, moments where someone missed that three-pointer. You know what I mean? Um, you know, whoever the fuck was, whoever was on the ice fucking went, you know, offsides. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, those are crude, like... Bad clock management right, in the first. Right, yeah. right. And so it never... And so one of the things that I was thinking about is a couple of years ago when... Um, the Minis- when the Seahawks beat the Vikings ten to three in Minnesota. Oh yes. Or no, ten to nine. Excuse me, ten to nine, because the Vikings kicker missed that last fucking uh, uh, field goal. Well, you motherfuckers, he scored all nine of the other points. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you give him shit for less, you know, missing that last one? Yeah. Someone on the offense. Could have done something to get a touchdown. Exactly. Someone on the defense could have stopped the fucking Seahawks mm-hmm. somewhere. You know, there's there's got to be a couple crucial. You know, I was a firm believer in like one play, like really and truly, one play shouldn't decide the game. If you're gonna be like that, you should At, to, to to quote the great Shaq Radamus, right? Uh, yes. You should you shouldn't even be in that position that's, to begin that's with. That's fucking Is right. It? Yeah. But. 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 Man, that, that fucking, was a bad call. That, that was a really bad that call. That fucking it was no so call. bad of a call. It was oh. so bad of a call that check this out. Uh, 99.9% of the time, I'm watching football at the gym, right? Yeah. You know, because you know, if it's not my team, then I'm just casually watching it. You know, right, right. And, uh, you know, us and the guys will sit back and we'll watch. Oh, okay, they're getting blown out. Oh, that was a nice play by fucking Andrew Luck. This, that, another, right? And so I'm on the elliptical watching it right there in front of me, and um. I see the play occur, and automatically I just throw up the like the the hand gesture. Yeah, right you do the, the flag. Yeah, I did the same thing. I did the flag, same thing. Pass interference, roughing. You know, whatever. You know, the call would have been. Yeah. And I looked over, and there's like six or seven other people. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's gonna come back. No. And then yeah. we all kind of look at each other, like, what the fuck? They didn't call that play. Yeah. They didn't call that uh, pass yeah. interference. You know, and it was like, it wasn't even like, oh, okay, it was a sneaky play or whatever. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was blatant. Like if he had a sledgehammer and hit him over the head, that's the, that's how it couldn't even get more blatant man, than that. You know what man, I'm saying? You, yeah. And the it's not like the ref wasn't you know within eyesight of it or whatever. Like he was right there. Yeah. To yeah, see yeah. it, you know, and it's just like, whoa, they totally missed that call. There was there was no turning of the head to look at the ball. Mm-hmm. There was no no, and you know what? And and beyond all of that, even if he had turned his head, that was still helmet to helmet. Uh-huh. It was still like it. It was goddamn near a spear. You know what I mean? Like it was. Fucking, <laughs> it would have made like, Goldberg proud, baby. <laughs> goddamn yes. Fucking. By the way, you know Goldberg, fantastic. Uh, Roman Reigns, he's got a decent one. Uh, Bobby Lashley, oh yeah, has a fucking amazing spear. He, oh, fu- yeah. he fucking. Oh, love it. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, but and I saw videos pop up later from like fans mm-hmm. in the stands. And it was like, okay, maybe from the ref's angle, maybe no. from this. Like, no, no, every fucking angle, it is fucking blatant. And that 
that's one of those. You know, like I said, I, I've had this belief that, you know, fuck you. One play, one player, one moment cannot change the game. No, you should have done a lot of does shit this, before that. Does that, that, that on a hinge for you? That one does. Like, that shakes that shakes me. That one shakes me. Because I get the refs are only human. I get the refs are only human. And and that's true. And I think that a lot of refs get a lot of more flack. Not all of them. A lot, some of them don't shouldn't be on the field. But, oh, I agree with But that. a yeah. lot of refs get a lot more flack than they should. But for nobody... Like, from the way that looked, for nobody to have fucking thrown that flag. Like, if you were in the backfield behind the quarterback, a motherfucker could have thrown that shit. You know what I mean? Like, god damn. I'll say this, too. um, To go along with your earlier point that not one play should define the game. um, There was a lot of missed calls throughout that game on both sides of it. That's true. Because all of a sudden, I know about 75,000 Ram fans now, all of a sudden. And at the uh, same time, I knew about 150 uh, Saints fans all of a sudden. (laughs) And all of them used to be Seahawks fans and 49er fans before that. So a little shade right there. But uh, (laughs) watching that game in full, like I'm sitting there, and that wasn't even the the first bad call, that that football game. No. You know, there was some stuff on the Rams that should have been called. So I, I, I... I've kind of rationalized this in my head since I'm not really a fan of either team. Um, I kind of did want the Saints to win just because selfishly I didn't want the team to beat my Cowboys uh, going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Plus, yeah, yeah. I love Drew Brees. Um, I was wanting that to happen, but at the same time, I was just like, you know what? There were some bad calls on both sides. Yes. You know? Yes. And I know referees, they'll do this, and then the commentators will even say that too, that, you know, oh, there was a missed call here. We'll let a missed call slide over yeah, here yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that's, kind of what you know. But at the same time, that's not how you balance out the universe. No, no, no. no. Because this actually went to a federal court in Louisiana, yeah. where you know the judge eventually you know threw it out. But two ticket holders uh, for the New Orleans Saints wanted them to either replay that play or replay the game. Which, by the way, I found out later because it went this fucking far um, that in the official you know twenty nineteen. Or excuse me, 2018-2019, excuse me, rule book, it says that the commissioner has the authority to force the replay of a game from a certain point. Oh, really? If he so chooses, yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't know That's that. A, and so people were like, com- were like trying to get Roger Goodell, like motherfucker, get these fuckers wow, on the field. I did not know that. And get them to like, and of course he didn't. Wow. But it but it's one of the it's it's one of those rules where it's like it's not practical, but it's vague enough that technically it's still true. You know Is it kinda I mean? like, like that that rule of thumb where like you can beat your wife as long as it's not as long as it's not something wider than your thumb? Yeah, similar. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean no no that, yeah, that's yeah. more extreme. But, no, yeah, 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 but I didn't but, know that was actual rule. Yeah, yeah. Because my whole rational rationalization with it was just like, well, it's not like that actually exists where we can actually have them replay that. No, no, no. Like like at the point at the point that like it's one of those things where I think the intent was like 30 seconds later, even if like three or four plays had been played, mm-hmm. Goodell could have called and said, no, fuck that noise. Put everyone back on whatever yard line. Yeah. Set the game clock back 30 seconds and start it from there again. Oh, so it can't be you know like I mean? a week like, later. No, but it's vague enough that it could be a week later. Oh, okay. It, I think the intent was supposed to be like he could call in and say, nope, fuck this noise. You know what I mean? We have to oh, go okay. back 20, 30, you know, a minute, whatever the fuck it is. But it's vague enough that people are saying, like, no, you have... And technically, he does have the power to say, hey, 
you know, go back on the field, you know, go back to fucking... Uh, I was always from the train of thought that, like, once the next play occurs, like, anything that happened before that is kind of dead. Well, see, yeah, that's... That is... That's true for everyone else, but the commissioner of the NFL... Oh, okay. He has the authority... To intervene. Yeah, no okay. one else does. But then, too, then, then there was overtime as well. So, right, And then right. the Saints actually had a chance to go... This is where I'm kind of, like, ping-ponging in my head, trying to be as fair as I can to both sides... The Saints actually had a chance to march yeah. down the field. No, and, no, they yeah. did. They did for sure. So, I mean, in a way, I feel bad if because I because I remember when Dez caught it. I remember that yeah, moment. Yeah, Every yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. has that moment. You as a Raider fan, I got the snow game. You got the snow game. I got the snow game. Charles Woodson still talks about how Tom Brady owes me a lot of money. That was a fumble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you have like that moment. Charles Charles Woodson is. He's not there yet, but he's in, he's retired. He's in the he's in the Hall of Fame basically, mm-hmm. and every now and then oh, it's to yeah. come up like Tom Brady owes me a lot of money. He's famous because of me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah, like motherfuckers are salty about a lot of shit. Yeah, so I I get it, I get it. And so this moment, actually, you know, I didn't think about it. I I did not think about it in those terms, but this moment is the New Orleans Saints. Des caught, caught it. Or their snow, snow game. game. Or their, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, And every team usually has one of those things where it's just like, well, we will complain about it. But in reality, it's like, what can we do? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, this this is fate. You know, we have to accept the, the fact that it's going to be the Rams in the yep. Super Bowl. Yep. And it's not like the Rams didn't earn it. It's not like they, you know, were uh, silver spooned into no, you know, the playoffs. No, no, that's true. That's true. We can't, we, I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't want to discredit the entire season based upon one bad play. Yeah. Because there were bad plays on both sides, not just the Rams and the Saints, but every every game, because again, it's officiating, every game the Rams played, they had some bad calls for them and against them, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't want to take away karma. the whole season. You know what I mean? Karma will happen, too. And I hope, and not this upcoming game, because I can't fucking stand the Patriots. I, <sighs> and to me, it's always a wonder. Like, you always you, you always see, like, your your Kansas City Chiefs of this this year, who was just a powerhouse, right? And you're like, there's no way the Patriots are going to get past the Kansas City Chiefs. And just like a fucking miracle of God in the AFC game, when they're behind and they should be losing this game, fate intervenes or Satan intervenes and fucking the Patriots win somehow. I'm going to just say right now, Bill Belichick did not um, sell his soul to Satan. He is Satan. That's, all he, that's <laughs> it. That's all there is to it. I can believe I, that. I'm, I'm at a point because, okay. All right. So if the, I was to write a script about fucking heaven and hell right now, I would for just for comedic purposes, I would <laughs> I would recruit Bill Belichick and be like, dude, just ten seconds, I'll give you ten million dollars to play Satan, dude. Yeah, you would make yeah. oh half of God, the world goddamn happy. That'd be with amazing. This. Yes. I here's my thing. So I'm a Raider. All right. And when I when I picked up with the team, you know, I was born in eighty five. And when I picked up with the team, it was early eighties. Or excuse me, early nineties. And so at the time they were the LA Raiders, oh, right? Yeah. So I've still got that deep down, way deep down inside of me. The Rams are the crosstown rivals. You know what yeah. I mean? The Rams for me were the original San Francisco 49ers to the Raiders. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not a fan of either team. And then I understand the history of the Raiders versus the Seahawks. But I wasn't alive during that time, so I didn't witness it. So it doesn't—it doesn't really resonate. It doesn't the same. sound as sexy. It, it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't resonate the same for someone that didn't no. live through it. You know what I mean? Steve um, Argent. You know, and and to be honest, actually, for a while, I dated—I dated a girl that was a Seahawks fan. Die hard, die hard, die hard, die fucking hard. Like she was from Washington, 
Like okay. Family photos going way back where at least one person in the family is always wearing a Seahawk. That ugly jersey before they changed it Yeah, up. exactly. <laughs> where, where the, yeah. And so and it came to a point where like, okay, if we were watching football on, on Sundays, we'd sit down and watch, watch the entire Raider game together. And then you'd sit down and watch the entire Seahawk game together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then uh, uh, if the games were on the same time, there'd be, we'd, we'd flip a coin and one of us would be in the, ma- in the living room watching their game while the other person was in the bedroom watching their game. <laughs> and then at halftime, switch. we'd switch. You okay. know what I mean? So we had a system. And so, and, so I, I, and so I didn't live during the Seahawks-Raiders rivalry. Um, I've kind of got a soft spot in my heart for the Seahawks in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, not going to say I'm a fan. No. But I've got that soft spot still. You know what I mean? But I, but I do still have this visceral reaction to the Rams, even though it's, you know, there has not been that crosstown yeah. rivalry for years now. Uh, I still had that very deep visceral reaction, and because um, because that is something that I did live through, even if it was when I was young, and even if it was still only for a little bit of time, I've still got that fucking like. And let's be mm, honest right fucking, now. Let's be honest right now. The two teams that should have came back to L.A. It shouldn't have been the Chargers and the Rams. It should have been the Rams and the Raiders. Raiders, yes, yeah. I, yes. Just the fact that you got the Las Vegas I, Raiders. Just doesn't sit well. Like you could have thrown any team out there, the Jaguars or the fuck, even the Chargers should have gone to Las Vegas. It's yeah, just, it does a disservice to that organization. I just the, the, having the Raiders and not in California, like here in Bakersfield, from here to the Bay Area to Oakland versus here to to Vegas. That's that's not much of a time difference, but just the idea of they're out of state. Now. They're out of state. They're not the California like. Well, I will say this though: Las Vegas is pretty much a, a sister city to LA. Yeah, no, you def- go to it Vegas, definitely is. it definitely is. You yeah, go yeah. to Vegas, you see more California license plates than you do Nevada license plates. You know, actually, I was talking to um, that's one of the things Elizabeth loves to play the license plate game, right? Uh-huh. And uh, you know, and, and for those of you that don't know, the license plate game is whatever state you're in. If you see a car, you know, dur- preferably during a long car trip, if you see a car that doesn't have the same license plate as your state and you see it first, you hit the person next to you and you proclaim the state that you saw. So, you know, we're here in California and, you know, I do a lot of driving when we're going down to LA and so I'll be driving down the road and all of a sudden she'll hit me in the shoulder and go, Texas, like, fuck, God damn it, son of a bitch. I didn't, I never grew up with that. You know what I mean? That's, that's something fairly new to me. But that's that, white that's, people that, shit. That, that, was, that was her shit. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true, but you know what I mean? That was her shit. Um, but evidently also, one of the things was when they went to Vegas. All right, yeah, obviously no Nevada plates, but also no California Arizona plates because mm-hmm. you're just gonna beat the ever living Christ out of each other and yeah. someone's gonna end up dead. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah. So yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, it is kind of this weird like. I think sister city like Vegas to to Arizona, is very easy to do, but I don't think Vegas and Phoenix have the same kind of relationship as no. as, as Vegas and, and Los Angeles. Vegas and Phoenix, that is two separate worlds, yeah. dude. But um, to go back with this, what, what you were saying, that you have like this, you know, soft love for, you know, uh, for uh, the Seahawks, and yeah, you got, yeah, still yeah. got this visceral, you know, crosstown this rivalry is, with yeah, the Rams. I witnessed it. Yeah. I, would, I would say this too, like, I hate the Patriots so much that in my lifetime, I've seen two fucking rivals of the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants twice, yes. and the Philadelphia Eagles twice, go yeah. up against the Patriots, and four times, 
I've had to root for two NFC East rivals four times, Eric. Four times. Because you hate the Patriots. Because I hate the Patriots that goddamn much. See, I... All right, here's my thing, okay? I don't want to take anything away from what you feel. Yeah. But you hate the Patriots because they win, because they've done this stuff, because they've, right? Because there's two... Because here's, cause here's the reality of the situation. If, if, God forbid... Oh, fuck, because the Rams, I can't even say that. But if the Patriots were to win on Sunday, the Steelers would have the most Super Bowl rings in history at six. The Patriots would have the most Super Bowl rings in history at six, tied. But within that, Tom Brady would be the one player and Bill Belichick would be the one coach that have six rings. Bill Belichick actually has more than six right well, now. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. But, New York. but but like for one team, one dynasty, one you know, you can yeah, get all, yeah, yeah, all yeah, those. Yeah. There was um, fuck. There was a player that used to play for. But it's not even that they win just because they win. You know what I'm saying? I can live with that. Like the Golden State there's, Warriors, there's, there's, they win, but they it's not like they cheat to win. You know what I'm saying? Some might disagree with that, but. <laughs> But we have deflate gate. Deflate gate. We, we've got the snow game. We've got fucking all sorts of. Yeah, there's, just, uh, the, the, every the year Patriots, there's something else. There's they're 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 recording the opponents' fucking uh, mm-hmm. practices. There's always something going on. At their best, they have yeah. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like t- to me, that's like what the <laughs> fuck does that say? You know what I'm saying? You know Julian Edelman, fucking yeah. PEDs. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And he still looks like a goddamn screech. So it's just like. What the, I mean, it's just the most hateable team, you know, yeah, in yeah. history. It doesn't. But but what I'm gonna say is, you got, you hate them because they're a hateable team. I have hated them since day one because of the snow game. Yeah. Because I am salty about, because because this is this is like when JFK got shot. <laughs> yeah. This is like when you watch Bambi for the first time, and you know when Bambi's mom got shot. Uh huh. For those of you that pay attention, that's a Far Side fucking reference. Um. Great LA based band. Anyways, uh, the comics scary. Uh, the comic section. But, oh, you know, yes, okay. yes, yes. Anyway, um, we're talking about two different things. I was, uh, and it both worked. It did actually. Yeah, um, I was in high school. I was uh, no, I wasn't president yet. That was the next year. But I was a <laughs> I was, United States. I was a member of the drama club. Okay, I could see that. And we were in Irvine. Yeah, we were in Irvine for a improv festival. And one of the things was, you know, all all of these uh, 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 fucking uh, classes and, you know, seminars and whatnot during the day. And then in the evening, evening-ish, early evening, everyone would go for a play. And, like, it was a four-day event and four different high schools were putting on plays, right? And so I was in the hotel room in Irvine watching the Raiders and the Pats. And Raiders were up. And trying to stay as Eric, we got to fucking go. We got to go. We got to go. Like, all right, all right, fine, 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 fine. Uh, we're going to win anyway. Jesus. Okay. Left. Watch the play. Hilarious play. Don't remember the name of the play. But it was fantastic. There was... Uh, the floor plan was set up like a house and there were stairs. And so there weren't actually stairs, but just on the floor, there were there was like drawn on like stairs. And um, 
some dude in a motorcycle helmet was getting dragged downstairs and he bumped his head dun, 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 on the ground as he was going down each stair. And it was perfect, right? It's fantastic. Wonderful fucking play. Come back to the hotel room, watch Sports Center. What the fuck happened? That's worse watch, than actually seeing it watch, live. Watch the fucking and then That's watch the replays and the and the and the slow mo replays of Brady fumbling. For the love of Christ, Brady fumbled. For the Des caught it. For the love Brady of Brady fumbled. That is good and holy. Brady fumbled. I'll and, say this, and I'm, though. And I'm just watching, like, oh, my God, are you fucking serious? I'll say this, though. Like, I do remember that. I remember watching it live. Yeah. And it was one of those New Orleans Saints moments where I was just like, yeah, that's exactly. fucked up. I was like, that's fucked up. And I did the whole motion. I was, like, a oh, yeah. teenager. Oh, yeah. The whole flag, Dude, flag in the up, air. Flag up. You, you, you put your... And it's funny because we all know, you know what I mean, uh, those of us that are football fans know, we all put our... Our hands kind of to our waistbands, mm-hmm. and then we pull it out from there because we Throw all know it up that, in the air like you the just refs, don't care. Because the refs keep the yellow flag in their waistbands, and they pull it out and toss it from there. Exactly. That's how that one ref blinded that one fucker. Um, <laughs> but like I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, that is fucked yeah. up. But the difference between the Rams and the Saints and then the Patriots and the Raiders during that game was, is that it was being called pretty much down the down the middle. It, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was there wasn't like four other plays that yeah, you know there was yeah. some missed calls or whatever. It was just like okay, the Raiders are gonna win this. You know that's fair. But it was so fucked up. I was just like, what? Is, this, is this a goddamn yeah. conspiracy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this JFK? Is this Area Fifty One? What are we watching here? Like this mm-hmm. is some fucked up mm-hmm. shit, you know. Um, and it was just like it just sat raw with me ever since. And I think over time, like if if uh, yeah. Brady would have had like a career like a Ben Roethlisberger or whatever, where he's still you know balling out, but you know he just has the seasons where he's not winning and there's not all this controversy over the right. place, right. it would have been a little bit more forgivable. But like every year, every year there's something that comes out, you know, and it's just like God, fuck you, fuck you, Brady. And I was thinking about this in the car um, <laughs> uh-huh. as I was coming home from the gym. Yeah, yeah. I was. It's not that I hate the Patriots organization. I just hate Belichick and Brady. Because Brady. if if 10 years down the line, and God please let fucking Brady retire by then, okay? God, I hope so. Because I thought five years ago he was going to be retired, and we were going to have to deal with this bullshit. But what, Actually, when he went down and Garoppolo took over for that one season, I thought that yeah. he would be completely different. Me too. Nope, nope. Same fucking shit. Fucking cyborg-ass motherfucker. But... <sighs> I was thinking, okay, 10 years from now, let's say who who the fuck else, you know, is going to be quarterback at this time, right? Yeah. And there's another head coach or whatever, Bill Belichick finally dies of cardiac arrest or whatever. Fucking his soul has to be claimed by Satan. But you know what? He never he never gets excited. He never gets happy. He Bill Belichick just kind of sits there like a robot the entire time. So he'll, you know, his his heart rate will never go up. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, what, once he has a baboon heart. Bill Belichick has a baboon heart. That's why he's always so calm. He has, Never smiles. He has Dick Cheney's heart. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Dick so, Cheney has a baboon heart so that he could provide his heart to Bill Belichick. There it is. Ooh. There it is. Get Alex Jones on Get Alex Jones on the radio. No, my voice still hurts from last week, sir. <laughs> Mine too, actually, kind of. But I wouldn't be, I'd be okay with the Patriots at that point, you know, because yeah. I was thinking, I was like, okay, let's say it's fucking the Patriots and let's say the I don't want to put fucking anybody with my team in there to lose to them. But um, <laughs> uh, let's say it's the Patriots and the Seahawks, you know, for, yeah, for yeah. Fucking, fucking shits and giggles. If the Patriots beat the Seahawks and it's not Brady and Belichick, I'm okay with it. I don't really give a fuck. I'm just yeah, going to enjoy yeah. myself. But there is so much hate. There is so much animosity against the Patriots that it's just like, fuck 
everybody right now. Just and it's all because of Brady and Belichick. And I, I, I will, con- I will concede that point, absolutely. And to anyone right now that's a Patriots fan, there's this what it just seems we're bitching. Like, no, I will, con- I, w- I will concede the point. It's not the Patriots as a whole. It's Belichick and Brady. Um, I do also want to bring up this point. Yes, there's a lot to argue. Um, Tom Brady has blown out in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady has had historic comebacks in the yeah. Super Bowl at the Atlanta Falcons. It's very possible um, he could be fucking um, 0-8 right now. Fucking, um, by the way, side note, I think I brought this up before in the podcast. One of my favorite things ever, ever, ever um, during the Hawks, the, the not the Hawks, the Falcons, uh, Patriots Super Bowl, you know, what was it, 23-3 and three at halftime? Um, the Pornhub Twitter put out a post that said, um, we will not allow any sort of replays from the Super Bowl on our website as per policy, you know, one point, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, we do not allow rape on our website. <laughs> and then what fucking happens? Fucking the pages come back. Mm-hmm. So he's so he is he has he's blown teams out. He's had historic comebacks um, when he beat the Seahawks. He he beat what it what was arguably the greatest defense, defense. in history. Um, and this is taken to, into account the mid '80s Bears. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the dominance of the you know that beat the it's, Patriots. Yeah, in the yeah. Bowl. It's it's right up there. You know what I mean? Um, but so I, I I don't want to take away certain things. At the same time, like one of the arguments that I that that I've heard over the years has been uh, Brady versus Manning, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's fair necessarily because I don't know that it's been Brady versus Manning. I think it's been Brady and Belichick versus Manning because yeah. Brady was not making the audibles that no. Manning was. Brady was not reading like he's like. Of course, he's done some. Of course, he has, but to the level where. By my understanding, they baby every play that the sidelines gave to Manning, it was all right. Here's two plays in a run. Just see what works. You know which one of those will work. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he caused called the line, and even then he might have called something else completely different. You know what I mean? Tampa. Yeah, exactly. Fucking. But I'll say this though, uh, as an organization, let, let's just just give you the fucking facts right here. Like we're Sports Center or some shit. Um, the Patriots. <laughs> this is their third straight Super Bowl, right? It's their eleventh overall as an organization. Yeah, the ninth of fucking Tom Brady's career. Ninth, okay. There's fucking organizations in this league that have been around for almost a hundred years that haven't even seen one. Right, this man has seen nine. He will see nine this Sunday. Right, and Bill Belichick's twelfth as a player. Yeah, or as a coach, coach, coach and as coach in any capacity because he was with the the New York Giants back in the eighties uh, during their run as well. So. Um, those are fucking amazing stats. Yeah. And then you have no, somebody is. like Gostowski. Yeah. Uh, it's the most of any kicker. Yeah. And what's funny is, is the first Super Bowl that they won. And then this next one that hopefully they'll lose, right? This, this ninth one that they will be together, uh-huh. Belichick and Brady. They're the only two uh, names, obviously in Robert Kraft, the owner, Right. That are still around from the first Super right. Bowl that they won in two thousand one, and I, and I will say there there is something to be said definitely about uh, the way they set up the organization. About uh, Brady has a history of taking relatively team friendly contracts. You know what I mean to track mm-hmm. the players in, 
and uh, you know, um, it's just taking random Bill, ass fucking yeah, players. Bill Bill Belichick's home for fucking uh, NFL rejects. You know what I mean? And yeah, like and uh, I and this is one thing. Like they, like the Raiders used to be known for taking all the fuck ups. The Patriots have taken a handful of fuck ups into an already solid organization, yeah. and I think that is as begrudgingly as I want to be. I think that is a major difference. You know what I mean? And they and they do. And so they, they go for the high risk, high reward kind of players. And you, you got to look at Bill Parcells. That that's that. This is the residue of yeah. Bill Parcells, um, who you know w- uh, taught fucking Bill Belichick everything yep. he knows. The Cowboys are still benefiting from the Bill Parcells yes. residue. Yes, you're uh, right. you look at Sean Payton, who came up under Bill Parcells. Yes, yes. He, the Saints are fucking prospering under fucking, you know, the, you know, Bill Parcells. So you, the, the residue of that, you, you got to look at that. To me, like, the bigger scheme of it is you got to look at where this all came from. Yeah, so this he, all came from the Bill, Bill Parcells, Parcells era. That makes because sense. he, when the Patriots went to the Super Bowl before Tom Brady, it was against the Green Bay Packers. And who was the head coach? Bill Parcells. Parcells. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just amazing because Bill Belichick will probably go down as the greatest NFL coach of all time. Begrudgingly me saying that. <laughs> but yeah. when you look at the greater scheme of this, like if Bill Parcells um, or if Bill Belichick goes down as that, um, Bill Parcells has to be looked at as like the the, the prince. We're looking at his Funko Pop right here. Yep. Um, like the prince, he just built, all, or the Dr. Dre, if you will, built all of these fucking franchises these coaches molded them into fucking geniuses. Uh-huh. He, he taught, he taught them, he taught them all. And He's that's the fucking Jedi master, you know, that yeah. set this all in motion. You yeah. Know? And it's, but the other, the other part of that is also the ownership and the GM portion of it. Because, oh yeah. 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 Because, because so the Patriots like definitely fell into something amazing. Cause you look at the saints and like you said, you know, Sean Payton, you know, when he's been able to do it, when he's got the talent around him, Oh, he he can blow it up. There's oh, nothing yeah. like it. Fucking um, the Saints with that fucking onside kick during the halftime. Like, where the fuck did that come from? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Against the Colts. You know what I mean? But at the same time, for you know, since that Super Bowl in this year, the Saints have for several years in the middle just straight out sucked. Yeah, and a large part of that has not been anything to do necessarily, even though they want to blame it on not the coaching or any individual player. It's the fact that they're so far up against the cap that they can only afford certain players. They have to, Mm -hmm. you know, the way that, okay, yeah, we can cut these five guys, but because of their contracts, we're still going to have, you know, 30 million against the cap if we cut them, you know, as opposed to 60 million, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And so... Again, we come to things like, you know, Tom Brady taking the team-friendly contracts, them picking up on the individual great fuck-ups that are going to sign for less money. You know what I mean? And so there's just, like, been up and down that board, you know, the play, the, the player's output, um, the coaching, but also the money management so that they can plug and play because that's been one of the big things about the Patriots is the fact that they can basically plug anyone in. Julian Edelman goes to the Dallas Cowboys. He's not having the same no, career as he's, no, he's having not. in New England. No, he's not. No, that's no, not there's happening. No way. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, he's not. He's not even a fantasy pick like at your, at your best. You yeah. know, yeah. ever. He's being left off the board. You know, yeah. and I'll say this too: the opposite opposite of this is we're looking at the fucking L.A. Rams right now, who are fucking have a 33 year old head yep. coach, Sean McAvoy. Yes. Wait, fucking right? yeah. yeah, Sean McAvoy. 
I even wrote it down. There you <laughs> Cause go. Because I was like, I wasn't that sure of it. The youngest coach in, is he the youngest? To he, ever be in a Super Bowl. Yes. Ever. No, no. Is he the young? I know he's the youngest coach to ever be in the Super Bowl. Is he? Is he the youngest head coach in the league ever? I think John Madden was younger. Really? I think John Madden was younger. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I know John Madden, even though he didn't look like it, no, he, <laughs> he was not. really young no, when he, he took not. over, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it really paid off for him. But he is like a fucking genius. And I saw this Bleacher yeah. Report cartoon where they were. Um, they were comparing the Super Bowl. I'll post it to our website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they were comparing the Super Bowl to the Avengers fucking uh, uh, Infinity War. Oh, and he was playing yeah, Vision because yeah. uh-huh. it's just like he has like that vision. Like we were talking like uh-huh. the, uh, the residue of Bill Parcells. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking um, he, he just has like th- this this way of playing football. Like when I was watching the Cowboys uh, Rams game, it was so brilliantly yeah. executed by the Rams. It begrudgingly me saying that. <laughs> you know, I was really hoping my Cowboys would do something this year. But um, it's just amazing that he takes the best rusher in the the NFL and makes him pedestrian. Yes. Fucking then brings in C.J. Anderson, who had a history of being mediocre, and he fucking destroys a fucking very, very good uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, defense, front four even, you know, and just makes them look like like they're the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. And and, and the thing about that is a lot of teams – I, I and I, I will not be surprised. This is this is this is my this is one of my predictions. Um, I don't think Todd Gurley is going to be a big factor in the Super Bowl. I don't think so either. He's injured, but, and teams have figured it out. But C.J. Anderson, oh. he is he's that he's that not just alternate back, but he's that different fucking flavor. He's the X factor. Yes, and, and I, the reason why too, I think he's he's playing with such passion right now is because at the, at the beginning of the season, I believe he started with the Panthers and. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. And he wasn't getting any play there. Got cut there. Went yep. to somewhere else, I believe, in the middle. Went to the Raiders too. Got cut there, and then finally landed on the Rams. And now he, he, they were asking him too. They, they were like, "Hey, you put on a little bit of pounds. Is this like depression? Because you know, like you've been cut so many times." They were kind of joking with him yeah. during the, the press conference. He goes, "No." He goes, "It's absolutely true. Like when you have a kid." Like, you put on baby weight, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, my wife was pregnant, and I somehow yeah, became yeah, pregnant, yeah, too. Yeah. And so, like, he's playing with that passion, too. Like, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Like, okay, I'm going to show all you teams that fucking cut me that I was an asset. Now I'm sitting here in the fucking Super Bowl right now. And he's also playing for a newborn baby, so he's sitting up there fucking... He's got a new lo- fire. He's got a whole new fire. Yes. Uh-huh. He's sitting up there fucking saying, suck my thick dick, I'm fucking winning the Super Bowl. And I love that because it's just like you love those redemption stories. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, Todd Gurley, you, you can say him or Ezekiel Elliott are the best backs in the league. But like nothing, nothing can replace like that just passion, just, 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 just destroying, you know, like he was destroying, destroying Jalen Smith, destroying Sean Lee, destroying fucking um, Van Der Esch. And it's just like, that's passion right there. You know, he's far yeah. exceeding his talent. Yeah. And I always say too, when you're watching like these championship games, it's not about who was the best team in the regular season. It's about who's the hottest in the postseason. Yeah, yeah. And you can make an argument that the Rams right now they have the hottest player and the hottest team in uh, football. I remember uh, two two years ago, um, I was looking at the Rams defense, and mind you, this is before Wade Phillips came in. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's another like fucking, thing. That's a whole other fucking. Whole another that defense thing. is like a um, fucking dream team. I was I was looking at that defense and I was looking at like the offensive line and some of the weapons they had on off like receivers, tight ends, whatnot. And I was like, "Fuck, 
this team is a good quarterback away from the Super Bowl. Or no, a good a good quarterback away from making a deep run of the playoffs and like a good quarterback and one or two tweaks away from mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. And I remember telling this to my ex who was the Seahawks fan and she says, Don't I don't want to you know she had, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean um and uh and then Jared Goff got drafted. Mm-hmm. And his rookie year, he wasn't that great. And I was like, I'm still kind of believing. Wasn't, they, what's his name uh, starting over him, the, the MVP of last year? Um, oh, shit. It's, excuse me. The Eagles quarterback, what was his name? Nick Foles. Br- Nick Foles was starting out there, wasn't he? No. Was he? Yeah, I he, think was, he was there for a minute, but. Yeah, and then that's when they had Jared Goff. And then Nick Foles was playing, and it was kind of pedestrian there, too. I don't. I this don't. is why we need a Jamie. We need a Jamie <laughs> to look up all these facts. Yeah, but I uh, believe it was Nick Foles. Nick Foles was the quarterback, and then um, he was kind of the placeholder. No, wasn't it Case Keenum? I think it was Nick Foles, dude. No, it was Nick Foles in like 2015, like in the time when I was like thinking like they're a good quarterback away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when. Okay, so not like. Yeah, not like. Two years ago. Okay. Um, oh, that's like four years ago now. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Technically like, three, yeah. yeah. But um, um, but but I remember thinking like that. And Jerry Goff is like there, but then Sean, Sean McAvoy comes in. Or no, Sean McVay? Sean, Mc, Sean McVay. Sean McVay, yeah. You're thinking about fucking uh, the guy from... Um, X-Men. X-Men, yeah, Professor yeah, yeah. X. <laughs> or uh, Split. We're fucking... You know, yeah, yeah. McVay. Someone, someone fucking yelled at us for all that the entire time. Somebody uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Um, Facebook Live's going lit right hey! now. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. I, that was an honest... I'd been drinking. Uh, anyway. Um, thinking, and, and then, and then uh, Jared Goff comes to me and was like, all right, he's, he's decent. You know, but there's some issues. Like, he's mm-hmm. young and that line might have been suspect, you know. And then he just fucking blows up. Mm-hmm. And Sean McVay comes through and everything just kind of starts coming together. I'm like... This is exactly what I said. They got a good quarterback. They made a couple of fucking tweaks, you know. And by by tweaks, I mean Duncan Sue and Aaron Donald and Aki Talib and <laughs> yeah, I mean like um, Todd Gurley. And it's like, um, but I I still believe that that team would fall apart if it wasn't for the good quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you have to have um, some glue right you, there. You, the quarterback is the yeah. only player that plays every single down. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that uh, in basketball, basketball is the one sport where you need that one. Every every winning team needs a superstar, mm-hmm. if not a few at this point. Yeah. But in football, you specifically need someone at quarterback. You can't just have you can't have that superstar wide receiver. And expect them to like just drag the team to the Super Bowl. Somebody's got to throw it to you them. You can't. You can't have that super that superstar lineman. You know, offense or defense. That superstar linebacker. You need. You need an entire quarterback. And if you don't have that superstar quarterback, then you need an historic defense. You need you know a corner, a safety, and a, line, and a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you look at when you know Peyton's last fucking Super Bowl. You know, Peyton Dude, he was win. falling apart. Peyton did not win that Super Bowl. The, the Denver, as much as it hurts me to say it, the Denver defense won he, that Super Bowl. Wade Phillips. Mm-hmm. DeMarcus Ware uh-huh. and Von Miller, yes. Akeem Tlaib. Akeem Tlaib. Uh-huh. And you look at this Rams defense, like on paper, 
It, they just look like a goddamn dream team. It's ridiculous. And that's yes. what this is what the the narrative is being played as. And I found it interesting, like when I was looking at you know all the stats um, in the regular season um, total offense, the Pats ranked number five, the Rams ranked number two. Yeah. In passing, the Pats were number eight, the Rams were number five. In rushing yards, the Rams were number three, the Pats were number five. Defense, total defense. Now I'm thinking, okay, yeah, the Rams are number one. They're gonna blow it out, right? Yeah. The the Rams were number nineteen in total defense. Mm-hmm. Patriots, number twenty one. Mm-hmm. Pass defense. Patriots twenty two, ranked number twenty two, Rams ranked number fourteen. Run D. Patriots number eleven. Mm-hmm. Guess where the Rams fell? Number twenty-three. Oh motherfucker! Really? Yes. So even wait, wait. Even with even with Sue coming up the middle, number and, twenty-three, and and fucking and Aaron Donald. Donald coming out. Oh fuck! All right. No, it, it, yes, on paper, yes, facts for the whole season. We're at towards the bottom of the list for run defense. And, I, and I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. And, and remember I, what I was I telling you. This. And remember what I was telling you about hottest teams right now. Yeah. The Patriots in the postseason. Have the number one rushing offense yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. which is crazy. Which like, is insane. What which the is insane. fuck yeah, is yeah. this coming from? And I, I, I'm gonna tell you, especially when you figure that Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson have been in the postseason, mm-hmm. like, and you're telling me that those two together are not the number one. Yeah, yeah. But I They're will like number three. And I, and I'll tell you right now, I will tell you right now, fucking um, ninety-nine times out of one hundred, um, if you put the number one offense against the number one defense, defense wins defense champions, wins. and that is. That's the Raiders and the Buccaneers. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah. That's fucking, that was the number one offense, number one defense, and number one it's defense. That's why the won. Cowboys haven't won since 1996. Yeah. We've always had yeah. high-powered offenses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but our defense has been softer than a fucking I, limp dick. <laughs> but, I mean, I fucking, I don't know. But it, it's funny because actually earlier this year, was I talking with, with you guys or someone else? When we found out, when I found out that um, Sue and Talib, because that was both this year, right? Yeah, yeah. That was both this year. When I found out that Sue and uh, Talib Akib were coming to the Rams, I was talking to someone about it. And um, I actually ended up texting uh, my ex up in Washington. And I was like, hey, just thought you might find this interesting, whatever, you know, whoop, 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 you know, whatever. Talking about this stuff. And then we had a conversation back and forth, you know what I mean, for a little bit. And I ended up with saying, like, yeah, the, the, the general consensus here is, uh, we might as well just give the Rams Super Bowl, you know, the Lombardi <laughs> Trophy right now. now. Like, son of a bitch. And this was like in week, this was two weeks before uh, the season started. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there's like, that, let's just let, let's just give it to him. You know, you got fucking Ger- Goff is coming into his own. Mm-hmm. We've got Gurley with a totally fucking respect. He, it's not great, but it's a respectable fucking line in front of him, you know. To, he's, to, a to yeah. he's, he's a great running back. He's a great running back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but even a, even a great running back needs a line to open a hole for him, and that line is respectable enough that they're they're not. I don't think there's any pro bowlers on that offensive line, but they're good enough to create the space for Todd Gurley to get and through. And that's all. Or CJ Anderson now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at that time, it was like you got thunder you know, and lightning right now. Jared Go- Jared Goff is is coming to his own. You got Todd Gurley, who is a for sure pro bowler. You know what I mean? You already had an intimidating defense, and you're adding Gomkin Sue. And to keep to leave on that end, you're adding someone on the line and in coverage. Like, you know what? Let's just give them. And that wide give them receiver, the right now. we yeah. have the Patriot. They or we, they have the Patriots' um, old wide receiver. Oh, um, 
God damn it, I wish I wrote You wrote it down. I, I There's can't... Woods and what's his name? Um, uh, fuck, I don't remember. This is the one you're going to remember. Yeah, this is what happens, people, when we do a fucking podcast after hitting up the gym and having a long work week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they had yeah. they have the old Patriots fucking uh, wide receiver yeah. from the last Super Bowl that they and won. And when you got Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips, like son of a bitch, man. He okay. is perfect as a fucking defensive coordinator. He, as a Cowboys fan, as a, kind of, as, as, a, as a head coach, I don't know. But yeah, as a little a, bit too much from Neat. But yes, yeah. as a defensive coordinator, you look at every team that he has touched, even when he was with the Cowboys. That was a respectable yeah. defense that he had going. when he was when he was with the the Texans. Respectable that was, defense. That was a, that was a great fucking defense. If if uh, Clowney, no, was he gone before Clowney came? No, he was he there was right there, when. But, but Clowney got hurt that first year. Mm-hmm. Dave Clowney got hurt that first year. And then, uh, what the fuck is that one you know, white fucking uh, linebacker's name? Um, the dude what? that keeps getting... No, not white. He's a defensive end. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the one dude, uh, Crusher? Uh, Cushing. Cushing. Brian Cushing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brian Cushing. He keeps getting fucking either concussed or popped for PEDs, I think. It's one of the two. Like, if Watt and his back, um, Cushing and Jadavion Clowney all showed up at the same time, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a Super Bowl defense either under Wade. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like straight up. But Cushing keeps getting concussed. Fucking Jadavion Clowney got hurt. Fucking uh, J.J. Watt cannot. He can't uh, uh, pull an entire team on his shoulders. He can't put an entire team on his shoulders because his back would give out. Um, <laughs> you know, it's fucking. If, if it wasn't for those issues, that 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 could have potentially been a Super Bowl defense under fucking Wade. It's not now. It's not under whoever the fuck the defensive coordinator is. Mike, my cousin Mike, cousin Mike. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a huge Texans fan. Huge. <laughs> he, born in Houston. Born, yeah, there. Yeah, sorry, dude. But, yeah. you know, this is how it is. Yeah. So I want to say this, speaking of defense, um, Nikel Roby Coleman, um, that's the guy that fucking had that pass interference oh, call. He's yeah. been getting a lot of media attention because of the shit that he, quote unquote, he, shit he's been saying in the media. He's been getting death threats. Yeah. Like fans have been, like, he's been getting a bunch of death threats from, from Saints fans. Well, not only that, but because he's talking about, you know, oh, Tom Brady's getting older. That's had an, had an effect on his uh-huh, game. Uh-huh. And it's just like, the it's funny to see, like, the media, like, blow that way out of proportion. Because you, you take the whole clip of what he actually said. He's giving props to Brady, you know, the whole yeah, yeah, first, yeah. like, 90% of the clip. Oh, of course, of course. And then he's like, yeah, you know, him getting older. The dude is 41 years old, right? He's played well into the Super Bowl for nine seasons, yeah, nine seasons, yeah, yeah. right? And overall, maybe what, like 19 seasons, I think he's played? Yep. So what he said was correct. He's like, yeah, aging has had an effect on Brady. He's not going to be the same Brady he was when he was in his 20s or even in his early 30s, right? Yeah. No, and he just sure. said, hey, Tom Brady, his age has taken a toll on him, which is true, which the Saint, which the Saints, the um, the Giants and the Eagles have been able to exploit. Yeah. You touch yeah. Brady, you can win yeah, this no, game. If you, you need to put, and, that's, and that is a thing that the Rams need to do. That is a theme. That is a thing that Namgunsu and Aaron Donald have to do. That is, that I'm I, I'm going to say this right now. I don't want to put entire games, or seasons or whatever on single plays or single players. Oh, in this case, you have to. But <laughs> this entire Super Bowl is predicated on Namgunsu and Aaron Donald doing what they do. If they do what they do, that's it. I'm it's buying them free Taco Bell. That's I am buying you free Taco Bell. Sue and Donald, <laughs> you Suge Knight looking motherfucker. <laughs> he 
if you do what you need to do, baby, I will personally treat you to whatever you want at Taco Bell, baby. You don't even have to order off the value menu. You know what? I'm not even, I'm not a fucking uh, Green Bay Packers fan. Sue, you can stomp on fucking uh, uh, Rogers or <laughs> fucking whoever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Let's just, just, just get this way. But I, I do believe that. I do believe that because exact, because of how it's built, because it has been shown in the, maybe not in this or in this career, but in more recent years. You gotta get to Brady. You gotta rush Brady. That is the key, and, and that's and because you, of his age. Dude. Yeah, he can't scramble for shit. And you, and well, he couldn't scramble for shit to begin with. But no. now, even less now. Yeah. But you, you put you can you put that with the fact that um, got Donald and fucking Sue twenty and a half sacks just from Aaron Donald this season. Fucking Brady's blind side had better be amazing, otherwise. There's not a chance. If Brady's blind side is great, there's a, you know, there's a there's a fair shot. There's a, like a 50-50. The Let's say it is great. great Let's say it is great. Now, what the media, you know, like your Stephen A. Smiths or whatever, are saying is that now that Nicole Rob Nick Nickel Roby Coleman, I'd write that shit now. Yeah. That shit fucking confusing. Because he was talking shit, this is gonna fuel that fire. Like you saw it with people like Kobe Bryant. They Tom Brady is that ultra alpha ultimate alpha fucking competitor where Kobe would draw inspiration from the yeah. media. Like Ruben Patterson, remember him? He was the Kobe stopper yeah, or whatever. Yeah. When people would talk shit about Kobe that, you know, it'd fuel that fire and have him go out and score 60 points, uh, like five straight games in a row, score 81 points. But yeah, talk more shit about me in the media and you know, your Stephen A. Smith and your, you know, sports pundits, right. they're saying, Oh, what he's saying is going to guarantee that the Patriots win because Tom Brady is going to use this as fuel. And I'm sitting back, and this is one of the few times I think I've uh, agreed with um, Shannon Sharp. He's like, are you fucking retarded? Yeah. You have Nicole, Nicole Roby Coleman, who is literally third, if not fourth, on that depth chart. I still don't know his name. And I didn't. I was not even aware of an inkling of it before that fucking play. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, he's going to target him. And that's how that's how the Patriots are going to win is because they're going to keep, you know, Brady's going to target him and uh, Julian Edelman's going to run in a slot and, you know, he's not going to be able to cover him. And I was like, you realize you have on that team Aqib Tlaib and Marcus Peters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's like, he's not even a factor. That'd be like fucking, um, fucking Taco Charleston talking shit to Tom Brady. I, I think, I think he's a non-factor on that defense. I think even on that play, he was a nickel. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he, like he was, he was literally the third option of what is traditionally a two-option set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I mean, with I, that said, he's he's not even gonna be for to place the, all the blame on him is not gonna make a difference. And plus, you you look at someone like Tom Brady, and like I've heard him talk his shit about. Um, I remember it was a big deal years ago, where um, he was talking about how much he hates the Jets because okay, you know yeah. they're in the division. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then Mark Sanchez comes back and like says like, "Hey, I don't, I don't hate the Patriots. In fact, I'm a big Tom Brady fan." But you know, Tom Brady comes like, "I fucking hate the Jets. I can't stand this." But he never said, "I hate Mark Sanchez." He never hate said it. Like Tom Brady doesn't give a shit about what any individual is gonna say. You know what I mean? He hates entire organizations. He hates. I and I'm gonna say, I'm sure he hates Archie Manning and oh, all of his yeah. boys. You know what and I mean? His ball sack you know and his I mean? ball sack. Yeah, all of it. Oh yeah. Hates his oldest son. Didn't even play against his, his oldest son. That's right. Fucking. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't think. I think that, to his credit, I think Tom Brady is cool headed enough that he understands. I'm talking fucking Brady. Like, I don't give a fuck what any individual. If Richard Sherman 
could not get under his skin. Uh-huh. No, nah, this isn't some some motherfucker that got famous off of one dirty play. Yeah. That was the third option on the team. Is gonna say, no, that's not going to be. He's at the 14th minute yeah. of his 15th minute of 15 minutes exactly. of fame, exactly. basically. So it's just like, no, I like that fucking narrative that's being played right now. It's just yeah. like, that is a non-factor. If the Patriots win, it's because Akeem Tlaib didn't do his job. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And it's just like, he should, because he's one of the best corners of all. Now, granted, he's at the end of his career. Yes. But he's still a fucking serviceable fucking mm-hmm. all pro fucking yes. Yes, uh, I agree. corner. Yeah. You know, but it's it's because of him and not I doing his job. As much as much as I don't like a key to lead because of the whole chain incident. You oh, know yeah. I mean? Like fucking, uh, I still, that is, that is a whole personal thing. And I understand that that is a whole Broncos Raiders thing. But, um... I still gotta admit, you know, he's he's fucking amazing. Akeem Dalib is one of the best mm-hmm. ever at that position. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he's he's got to be top ten in oh, the position. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's there's no way. But yeah, there's there's gonna be a lot of people that. Well, well, like you said, fence and the Rams defense. You know, someone wins and someone loses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's gonna be the whole fucking thing. You know, it's yeah. gonna be the, the teams. It's gonna go back to what we talked to we talked about at the beginning of the show, where it's just like it's not one play, it's gonna be a series exactly. of things that happen like, exactly. in the first quarter. You know, time management. You should have ran it here, you should have passed it here, you should have done this. It's gonna be a lot of Monday morning quarterbacking things. And this is not to say necessarily that we should ignore the Rams offense nor the Patriots defense, but Kind of ignore the Rams' offense and the Patriots' fucking defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like the moment that you take because the moment you take Todd Gurley away, and I mean C.J. Anderson has been amazing. He has not just been serviceable. C.J. Anderson has been amazing. Oh, he's been the number one back, absolutely, and he and he's made some major plays. But I don't, I don't think he has been as explosive as Todd Gurley was for the first two years. Mm-hmm. And because of that, Jared Goff doesn't have the same kind of trust. And not only this, yeah. he has fucking butterfingers. Yes, he does. He, for the Broncos, he was constantly fucking yes. fumbling. There was a player, I remember, he had in the end zone. Like, you just have to fucking get the ball across the plane yeah. of the fucking yeah, end yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fumbled it literally centimeters away yep. from that. And yep. it's just like, there's always going to be that stigma to his yep. fucking career. So that might play a factor as well. And so I I, I don't think... I, I There's a lot of teams... That are, oh no, a lot of teams. I've seen a lot of uh, uh, over unders that are I'm talking about. You know the uh, the score being like in the 60s, 70s. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't have it. Yeah, I I don't. I don't know how to put it. I I have so much faith in the Rams defense, but not the Rams offense. You know what I mean? That that's like kind of. I think like, it's gonna be like in the twenties. Yeah. yeah. I, I do expect this to be a, a, a lower scoring Super Bowl. Although I will say this, dude. I ex- I expected the Chiefs to fucking be, you know. I am so fucking happy. Oh, my God. I was expecting I, the Chiefs to fucking have like a 38-42 fucking, uh, fucking wi- at least score. Yeah, Not yeah. even if they beat the Patriots, but able to score, put up 30-something points. And they I don't think they did, did no, they? No, 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 no. And so it was just like, wow. So you got to look at it like this. Some The Patriots' defense on paper might not be all that, but they show up to play. That's what, that's what that I'm was the number one they, offense they, yeah, in the league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they're, they're, they're enough to shut it down. Um, and they're the 11th ranked defense on the run. But I don't think that – but I also think that Patrick Mahomes had a couple of security blankets that other teams couldn't figure out. So once you figure out Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and mm-hmm. – 
maybe one or two other players. Like also too, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Pitcher. Yeah, he's out of the picture. You know what I mean? Um, once you figure out like Tyreek Hill and fucking Travis Kelsey, like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if they're gonna beat us, fine. But they're not gonna beat us with these three players, mm-hmm. with these two or three players. You know what I mean? And so once once you limit Mahomes like that. And and a lot to to a lot of other teams' credits, a lot of other teams are going to ask with the Rams. We are going to take Todd Gurley away from the Rams. The problem became, well, fuck you. We got C.J. Anderson. You know what I mean? Brilliant move. That and that's the thing. Like and 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 so, and that's where depth becomes this huge, huge factor. And so, but again, but from both sides, both teams, I think and I'll say this about depth too. When you look at the Patriots' depth chart, they don't have much depth, so they cannot afford any injury right now. No, 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 no. Uh, if Let's say Brady goes out. Their backup is Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You know what I'm saying? That, that I know as a Cowboy. Also, wouldn't it be that amazing fucking story? Wouldn't it be that amazing story <laughs> if, like, Brady gets hurt, like, in the first two minutes, and then Hoyer fucking has, like, a 500-yard game, game. That is not happening. That is some Four touchdowns, no interceptions. The only household that's happening in is in the minds and dreams of the of fucking the Hoyer family. So, um on light on the lighter ish side of the things, uh, the more entertaining thing, um, this halftime show, the Pepsi halftime show, it has been uh, met with a lot of controversy. Yeah, the Maroon Five. Yeah. And, uh, have you and the. Uh... So we got Maroon Five headlining uh, with appearances by Travis Scott and Big Boy from Outkast. Yes. And um, even before they even agreed, you know, this was the lineup that was happening. There was a lot of contra- controversy going around. Where you know um, a lot of groups were trying to shut down basically the halftime show, you know, not because it's fucking boring and like yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. really watches that shit, but because of the whole um, you know Colin Kaepernick thing, you know, trying to bring awareness to police brutality. Yeah, right, right. So you had artists like Jay Z, Rihanna, Cardi B turning it down because of that, because it's just like they feel you know they did a really shitty job, you know, the NFL with you know supporting that cause. You yeah. Know? Um, you had owners, you know, this season voting, hey. If you don't stand for the national anthem, you're cut. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, you know, voting for measures like that. And so you had these huge acts saying, no, I'm not going to play, you know, just turning it down right and left because maybe you might have those feelings like, hey, you know, you didn't, you know, uh, as, a, as an organization, you didn't handle this situation uh, fairly because you have two sides of this. You know, you have, of course. Of you course. have, you know, the people that are, you know, protesting police brutality and then you also have the people that are like hey you know we need to uh support the troops and the flag and whatnot you know this is disrespecting them I'm not, i don't right. i'm not one of those people but sometimes those people they have um you know valid points yeah you know, they, they, i always go back to this your feelings are never incorrect you know unless they're yeah. racist yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. or hateful you know yeah. what i'm saying your feelings are never incorrect so with that said you know just to play it down the middle maroon five when you know they asked them to you know headline now, Maroon 5 is, like, way down on the depth chart. I don't think yeah. anybody's going crazy for them, like Lady Gaga or um, fucking Beyonce. You know, just from past experiences. Yeah. I, I, every girlfriend I've had, you know, they're like, oh, Lady Gaga's playing. Beyonce's playing. And then that's all they would care about for mm-hmm. the whole game. And that's basically what the halftime show is. It's just you know, a way to, you know, to appease, you know, the girlfriends and the wives and whatnot. So I was, by the way, that reminds me a couple of years ago. I was so happy, so happy that... Um, Fucking, uh, you know, Katy Perry's fucking playing. All right, cool. With Lenny Kravitz. And Lenny Kravitz is like, oh, I'm a huge Lenny Kravitz fan. Mm-hmm. Lenny Kravitz fan. I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Uh, he's there for like 20 Two seconds. seconds. <laughs> you know, I kissed a girl and I liked it. Playing his Les Paul. 
goes away and the Miss Yellet, who wasn't even advertised, had like five minutes. And I'm like, Yeah. And that's cool. That's freaking awesome. I love Miss Yellet. Uh, but where's Lenny? You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Anyway, but continue. it's basically a show for girlfriends yeah, 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 yeah. and wives, basically. You know, but I will say this though, the best Super Bowl halftime show was Prince. Yes. Yes. In the and, rain playing and, purple rain. And, I will t- and I'll tell you right now. I will tell you right now. I remember. I re- This is another one of those moments. I know That's where I was. That's God right there. We were talking about God earlier I was, and shit. I that was, was God. I was in Santa Fe Springs. I was in Santa Fe Springs. Uh, my buddy, who was a CHP officer, um, this was like his second year in the CHP. Um, I was still in college. This was like, um, I was living, no, no, no. The summer after that, I was living on his couch. But we went over there to watch Super Bowl. And a bunch of us were there in his apartment in Santa Fe Springs. Watching the Super Bowl, watching the halftime, and I remember going like, you know, seeing fucking the 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 fucking uh, like the LA Lakers when the the, the curtains come down during mm-hmm. their pregame, like the fucking curtain come up with the Prince's shadow, and it was like, oh my god, this is one of the greatest fucking things I was. And I remember all of the guys around there going like, fuck you, this is ridiculous. This is mm-hmm. like, do you understand what you're not fucking seeing? I remember being like, this is, that is my, that might be one of the greatest single guitar solos of all time. Oh, yes. Like, this is holy fucking Christ. And like 10 years later now, or whatever the fuck it is, it's like, oh my God, th- that was so great. I can't believe we saw that live. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. No, fuck you. You gave me shit about that. Like, we've, <laughs> I've, I've actually had a couple of arguments oh, about yeah. that particular how you much tell those I friends, I'm going to fucking fight them shirtless, oh, okay? Oh, my God. I will take, I will oh take God, these man titties yeah. out and I will fight them. They're nice man titties, by the way. Oh, yeah. Watch them bounce, baby. Uh. Yeah, that's right. They do bounce. Like, okay. like, like, you talk about that shit every now and then, but baby, you're sexy. Like, that, like don't, 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 don't play yourself down. Don't sell yourself short. You're sexy, baby. Hey, you got to have motivation. There it is. But anyways, you, Maroon 5 is way down on that depth chart. Yes. I know girls like them. Some guys like them as well. But that's way down on the depth chart. You know what I'm saying? You can't go from Justin Timberlake, Prince, Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Lady Gaga to Maroon 5. That, that's, that's down on the depth chart. And that's because of that movement. Justin Timberlake and... Uh, um, not Lizzo, yeah. Um, Janet. Yeah, I can't. I cannot. Oh shit! My, my apologies. I cannot believe I forgot that. Justin Timberlake and uh, uh, Janet Jackson kind of fucked that one up for everybody else because <laughs> the NFL is trying to go like super safe for everybody. It's like, well, fuck that. That's why they're on delay though now. That's but right. That's true. To keep true, this on course though, Maroon Five was asked repeatedly to you know step down from this spot. Like, hey, you know, we don't we're, don't yep. play this because you're going to be disrespecting you know the movement. And Maroon Five was like, no, this is a big opportunity for us. Right. And the the fucking out, outrageous left wing liberal in me was like yeah room five sucks fuck them get them down but then the rational side of me is just like wait a minute that is a pretty big platform yeah no it's huge if the art and jacob podcast was asked to do the fucking halftime show right. i'd be doing that right and left but i admire what came of it though because travis scott who i don't really know his music i just know he fucked kylie jenner and he got her pregnant <laughs> and now that, that's the only way I know that motherfucker, all right? He did a pretty uh, honorable thing. He said, you know, I will play, yeah. but I want the NFL to donate half a million dollars to um, uh, Dream Cops, which is uh, Van Jones's, uh, you know, charity. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, which supports, you know, that yeah. movement, basically, which I think is, is a fair platform because yeah. you got you to gotta think. There, there are a couple things in this lifetime that are bigger than the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? If you're given that platform, yeah. take it. Take it. Take no, it. But yeah. do the noble thing, though, with it. Don't just say step down from it. You know what I'm saying? 
obviously Jay-Z and Rihanna, they have enough clout to say, you know, we can turn this down. We don't need this for our career. You know, their their legend status has been set in stone. But for a group like Maroon 5, who, who like I said, they're low on the depth chart. Yeah. The, Take the, that the, baton the dude's, and run. The dude's fucking biggest achievement is being a judge on the voice. Exactly. That, that, okay, and there's that four other be, people in that fucking band. That might be kind of downplaying, but, you know, it's not that far off. But no, you take that fuck. You're, you're exactly right. You take this platform that you may never be granted again, mm-hmm. and you fucking put whatever you got to do to get over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then another good gesture, I think, in my opinion, is letting Big Boy, a fucking uh, College Park native of the Atlanta region, which that was that was one of the things that I was going to say. I remember a couple of years ago uh, when the Super Bowl was played in the stadium of the Santa Clara 49ers. <laughs> One of the big things was, well, why isn't Metallica playing? Why isn't Carlos Santana exactly. playing? Exactly. Why the fuck is? Why don't we have at least a couple of local, huge artists mm-hmm. play? Because the whole point is, you know, uh, of course we're going to, you know, one of the big things we're going to new stadiums. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What is the newest, the grandest, the biggest? And right now, uh, uh, oh, fucking uh, Mercedes Benz stu- stadium. Uh, stadium in Atlanta is the biggest. But why aren't we also celebrating? The city, and mm-hmm. especially with something like, and I, and I, and I think that's a great point. I think that is something that's beautiful. And so the fact that they're, they're having big boy, I feel like okay, the NFL is sort of finally getting it. Yeah, but I mean, all of these markets have local talent, a, a major local talent. And to me, when I think of Atlanta, you know, I think of two things: Dominique Wilkins in the slam dunk contest, uh-huh. <laughs> and Outcast, and Outcast. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying. And fucking, hopefully that would be awesome if fucking Andre I, 3000 comes out. I also think about Alton Brown, but no, nope. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a foodie. Like, Okay. Yeah, there you Do go. Do it that well, anyway. sir. Yep. Anyway, but on. yeah, I just think if that's, a, that's an amazing gesture, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's reaching out to the, you know, our generation, you know what I'm saying? People in their 30s and late 20s or whatever. We're, yeah. not, we're not having Elton John in the Who. We're not catering to Grandpa anymore. Uh, fucking A, uh, when we did our... Um, uh, top twenty albums of all time. You mm-hmm. and I both had Outcast albums on our yes, lists. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're fucking. And it's, it's that South. It was. It's. It's that true Southern. Southern playlist. It's that Southern Cadillac rap before music. Like, yeah, 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 before like Master P. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. yeah, the real gritty Southern rap. So and Dirty South. Yeah. Dirty South. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the dirty, dirty. Uh-huh. And y'all really feel me. Jesus where God. every where every song started off with the same beat over and over again, and like one repetitive rhyme. For 20 times <laughs> before we got into an actual verse. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Maroon 5, they actually said, hey, you know what? We want to do the same thing as Travis Scott. And they, they actually said, hey, NFL, match our contribution. I did not know that. And they said, we're going to donate half a million dollars. I didn't know they had that kind of money, to be honest with you. Yeah. It must come from that fucking it's judge that, money. That's voice money. That's yeah, voice money right there. That's some voice. That's some fucking big voice money. But they're going to donate half a million dollars to the big brother and uh, big sister. Um, Organization of America and the NFL is going to match that contribution. That's fucking dope. That's fucking dope. I did not know that. That is fucking awesome. And I think that's amazing. And I think okay for my own self, like I said, like I said, I I have that fucking fiery left, extreme left liberal side of me sometimes too. But then at the same time, sometimes, sometimes though, you got to be grounded in reality and realize it's just like we kill our own self sometimes. Uh Like we're 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 depriving ourselves from really great moments in history, and it's just like. That that's that's I don't like Maroon Five. I don't like Travis Scott. I love Big Boy, but the the thing that's happening around this this halftime show is a really beautiful thing. Yeah, you know what I'm no, saying? it is. And just because it's the NFL doesn't mean you have to boycott it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the NFL isn't out there, you know, shooting black teenagers. You know, they're not the police that are doing that. You know, this is just 
we, we all love football. You know, everybody loves football. If, if you don't, fuck you. But, you know, <laughs> the, you're not going to be able to please everybody. And this, I think, is the best way to say, hey, this is how we're going to appease, you know, this at least. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And another cool thing is, is... um the creator of uh, SpongeBob. I was gonna bring this up. Yes, <laughs> I could. I, think it was I could fantastic. Feel it. Yep. Steven uh, Hillenberg. Uh, he when he passed away, I believe uh, was it in the middle of last year. I want to say. Not even. I think it was more recent than that. As a matter okay. of fact. Um, I guess uh, there was a, an episode. Uh, it's called Band Geeks. Um, yeah. And I've never watched it, but oh, you know. Sweet Victory is amazing, dude. So, have you seen it? Yes. Tell so us about times. it. Oh my God! All right. So the premise of Band Geeks, the episode, all right, so Squidward, we have Squidward, which, by the way, allegedly, the voice of Squidward is booked to be at the Super Bowl. Nice. Yes. So the premise is that he is trying to lead a band because he has um, come across an old rival of his. Uh, he's very fancy. He has a unibrow in the whole bit, right? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, he, Squidward, of course, plays clarinet, you know, and he's, he's very fanciful. And so this guy comes out like, you know, who's, who basically looks, he is a squid. This is Squidward with like a unibrow, uh, kind of an accent. I'll do that one time. Uh, fucking, right? He was walking jacket with a fucking ascot and all this other stuff, right? You got a fight? And, um, no, he did not because he killed his cartoon, goddamn. That's SpongeBob. That's Come right. On. Uh, can be fucking. Um, there's another episode Get a case of crabs And there's like a, a Little case of crab patties Get you a case of the crabs And then it quickly Goes to the next picture Anyway <laughs> um, And so Squidward um, Tells this high school Rival of his Oh yeah I've got I run a band too uh, uh, I'm the director In a band as well And so he's trying To get all these misfits That includes Patrick and Spongebob To do this song For some event And um, It's called the Bubble Bowl The Bubble Bowl That's right You're right The Bubble Bowl and it just does it's just not working. And he's leaving defeated. And then so SpongeBob says, I feel so bad for Squidward basically. He gets them together. And so at the bubble bowl, Squidward comes out, you know, with his fucking his, his stick, you know, one, two, three, four stick, right? His uh, uh director's stick or the uh, you know. I don't know what the scientific Someone, term for it, but I know what you're talking I about. I do know it, and I, I'm just fucking blanking on it. Someone's knowing me right now. Um I don't think our fans are that fancy. Oh no, there's a couple. <laughs> I'm sure. I believe in you. There's like five of you. And you that's listening right now, you're one of these five. Yes, you are. You, yes, you. Eric just let you down. Yes, you, and I did. I'm sorry to you. Specifically you. The one in the world. Anyway, so Squidward <laughs> is like comes out for the bubble bowl and goes, you know, we're gonna leave, I'm gonna leave this band. And he he comes up to the stand, you know, he does his stick on the and he starts to one, two. Three, and he looks like away like I was scared and then the band with Spongebob singing with Patrick on keyboards hmm. uh, no Patrick was on drums like the synth drums okay. with like fucking uh, uh, star sunglasses with Plankton playing the keyboards they went into this epic 80s style fucking song Sweet Victory Sweet Victory and it was Gotta find it. You gotta find it. Yeah, that's what's gonna be yes. probably the same. Yeah, okay, there you go. Um, and it is, it's to the point where this song came out. It, it was a segment in a cartoon like 13 years ago. And even before, you know, the motherfucker died, before the football and stuff, that was still 
There is a thing on Reddit called spun, uh, uh, Bikini Bottom Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, like black people Twitter or Scottish people Twitter, <laughs> right? There's bikini, people Twitter. there's bikini Bottom Twitter. It's just a bunch of Spadois memes. And fucking Sweet Victory and the Bubble Bowl is a regular part of it because of how, like, if, like, listen to it, dog. It is literally okay. an epic fucking I'm song. convinced. After I fucking is, read this, I'm convinced. And so, there's a chance that Maroon 5 is going to play Sweet Victory. Well, the whole fucking uh, change.org, yes. they were they, they had a petition signed yep. Um, yep. saying, hey, as soon as uh, Steven Hillenburg, when he passed away, they were they were the petitioning. Up. Yeah. yeah, they were petitioning to have that incorporated into the halftime show. And at this point, you kind of have to at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it and I guess it had gotten at this point, I think as of today, um, over a million signatures. So I mean, and the stadium actually acknowledged this. And they said, we'll see yeah. what happens. Basically, that you know was what? the response. And not in the shitty way either. Kind of like that, oh, just watch. This is watching and wait and see. So, yep. so what happened, what could have been the huge clusterfuck with the, the Pepsi halftime show, is actually turning into something like I actually will probably watch. Nine times out of ten, I don't watch the fucking halftime I, show. I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn. I already know where you're going. So... There was somewhere else I wanted to go first, but you brought it up, and I'm going to go here first. Uh, I think my preferred halftime show. Mm-hmm. Um, I might watch that later, but yeah, go ahead. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have the benefit of um, being because because we're going to Vegas for the Super Bowl, or you know, no, this is coming out on Sunday. Um, I'm actually skyping in right now, and I am <laughs> calling in from Vegas. We That's are right. live from Atlanta. I'm live from Vegas right now, so there you go. I'm going to Skype. Um, so I'm going to have the chance of seeing the Super Bowl on a big screen, and then on my phone, the NXT halftime show. Halftime heat. Halftime heat. Sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. So sorry, everybody who's not wrestling fans, but Eric and I, we are huge wrestling fans. Yes, yes. We just came off of an epic Royal Rumble weekend. Oh, my God. So we are on the road to WrestleMania, brother. The road to WrestleMania. All right, so halftime heat. So during halftime of the Super Bowl, you can watch Room 5. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know, you, you you could... Okay, like fucking like Sweet Victory would be pretty fucking epic. That'd be mm-hmm. amazing. But if it's not Sweet Victory, you're not going to miss nothing. Um, so halftime heat, based upon the events of NXT Takeover Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Beautiful show, by the way. Amazing. During the Super Bowl halftime show, there's going to be uh, Velveteen Dream, Ricochet, mm. and Aleister Black. Mm-hmm. In a tag match versus, can you believe that? It's not even just the three of them. They're all on one side. Mm-hmm. Versus Tommaso Ciampa, mm. Johnny Gargano, mm. Gargano, excuse me. Gargano. And <clears throat> Adam Cole. Baby. Baby. You <laughs> <laughs> said that. And up. that is going to be fucking like, that that's is going to be a fucking shit. sick fucking half. That's going to be a sick fucking match for any of you wrestling fans. And you can watch it live on the WWE Network for only $9.99 free for new subscribers. It's free for the first month for new subscribers. And this WWE is going to be... Network, please uh, sponsor us. Yeah, that'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll do the podcast for you. We will gladly turn this into... We will make Art into a hard, diehard wrestling fan to Hell be on yeah. the WWE Network. Anyway, um, so yeah. So if you watch it, they've actually timed it out. I'm assuming it's a pre-recorded uh, something. But they are gonna as soon as halftime starts, they're gonna have this match, the six man tag match, specifically for the purpose of halftime heat. Which unless unless fucking uh, uh Maroon Five does sweet victory and kills it, 
halftime heat's gonna be so much better. Oh, I believe so it. So much better. I believe it. But anyway. With that uh, said, I was going to ask you, what are you going to be doing for the Super Bowl? But I guess you're going to go to Las Vegas. I'm in Vegas right now. So right now, d- as we're speaking, right now, I'm in Vegas. So what are the plans? Uh, so the plans is uh, we're going to go out to Vegas. Actually, Elizabeth's family is coming out from Tennessee. Uh, Damn, that's a life. Yeah. Uh, well, Elizabeth's godparents, um, their family has this huge Super Bowl party every year um, in Vegas, regardless of who's playing. And so uh, I'm going out there for the first year. Uh, this is her first year out there in a while. And Elizabeth's grandparents and parents are coming out from Tennessee. But uh, I think I want to say it was one of those things where they rent out a hall and there was kind of like reservations like that. Like, I think someone dropped out. So we got the last two tickets of 80 or some Ooh. shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't play. And everyone's and everyone is fucking family. Everyone is fucking like, yeah. Damn. Um, so we're going to bum around Vegas for a couple of days. And then uh, head over there, do the party thing. Where's it at again? Uh, I'm not even sure. Somewhere in Vegas. I'm not even sure which. <laughs> is it on the strip or is it like? Yeah, it's on the strip. It's on the strip. It's, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure where exactly. Hopefully, it's not like Excalibur or something like that. Uh, no, 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 no. It's, it's going to be a private, private setting. You know what I mean? So we're okay. going to have a little rooms off to the end. I'm not going to have to deal with like you know some. So, oh, okay. Is it going to be like one of the conference hall? Uh, yeah, they get a, no, they get a hall. They get a hall in, in the like hotel. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, okay. It's not like you're watching it in the hotel room or like at the fucking uh, no, no, no. Dick slash resort not, or something like gonna, that. We're not going to rent out a floor and go from room to room. Although that'd be cool as fuck. Yeah. Honestly, that'd be that'd, that's that'd be bachelor tits, party shit right, right there, baby. Um, we're not going to just like reserve tables in a bar or at a restaurant. Like, no, we're renting out a fucking hall. Like, okay. son of a whore. Like, I've never. I'm kind of curious what's with the be big drop town screen. I shit. will, I will, I will come back and I'll report because I'm not exactly sure what I'm getting into. All I know is what I'm not getting into. It's and Vegas, it's Super yeah. Bowl. It's going to be crazy. So, yeah. so how do you usually I, watch the Super Bowl though? Uh, it, it varies every year. It varies every year. Some some years I got uh, buddies that throw parties. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of years ago, um, my sister got married the day before the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. so. I was driving home from Bass Lake Super Bowl Sunday, hungover, got home, and fucking watched Super Bowl alone. Watched the Falcons rape the Eagles, or the excuse me, the Falcons. Wow, I don't know where the fuck that came from. Uh, some Freudian shit right there. The some Falcons bird raped, raped the Patriots, and the Patriots come back historically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Alone because I was too hungover because I got in a couple of annoyance. I was like, I, I'm not going nowhere. Nope, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sitting at home. And you know what I mean? Yeah, what about I'm, you? What are you doing? Where are you going? What have you done? What's up? I got no plans and I love it because I, I, for a while, you know, you, you do the regular thing, you know, where you go to somebody's house, you watch the Super Bowl, and it's just like, oh, okay, this is great, you know. And then my big, my biggest pet peeve, like in my older years, is dealing with the dumb girlfriend or the dumb wife or the dumb relative or whatever that doesn't know shit about football. Yeah. And they're just, you know, making like, yeah, oh, yeah, why yeah. doesn't he just throw the, the football into the end zone? Like, yeah, just throw it for four yeah. straight plays. And it's just like that frustration I can't stand. Yeah. So I'm kind of like that, like where you said I'm just going to watch it alone. I'll be happy as fuck if I can just sit back, relax by myself. You know, maybe my girlfriend will watch it with me. Maybe she'll go somewhere with her family. I don't know. But if I'm by myself, I'm okay yeah, with yeah. that because it's just like, hey, it's two teams that I really don't care about, 
and I just want to see a good game. Yeah, it's, and, it's and still, I don't want yeah. I don't want to have to go out because that's one thing too. I don't like going to like sports bars or anything where you can't even hear like anything going on. Right. You got to hear like the random bro like you know, and then you know the exactly you know that you know testosterone and aggro energy you know going on. It's just like I I just want to sit there. I want to watch my boy Tony Romo predict every play. It like you know, and I just want to have a good time um, by the, myself. By the way, why the fuck couldn't your boy, with all due respect, why couldn't your boy read defenses like that when he was on the field? That's the question that I'm asking <laughs> right now, right? So, like, like, did 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 all the metal in his back and his collarbone really interfere that much with all the radio waves from the fucking sideline? Is that what happened? Is maybe. What fucking happened? But I will say this about Antonio Rollins' defense: he was carrying that goddamn team yes, for no, many you're right. years. You're correct. You're maybe correct. I've seen the Quincy Carter years, and oh my god, you know so. <laughs> All due respect to Tony. If he would have been on the Patriots, I'm sure we'd we'd have the fucking same situation yeah, right yeah. now. So kind of in, in a similar situation. Um, okay, so uh, Drew Bledsoe. This is something I'm thinking about. Drew Bledsoe was the starting quarterback. Got hurt. Brady took over. Brady took over. Drew Bledsoe was starting quarterback. Got hurt. Tony Romo took over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alex Smith got hurt. Kaepernick took over. Alex Smith got traded. Patrick Mahomes took over. Is the Red who's who's the Redskins backup? And are and and how deep are they going to take the Redskins in the playoffs next year? <laughs> that's in that same vein of thought. <laughs> so with that said, Eric, you want to bring us home? Actually, before we do that, I want I want two things. I got a couple of over uh, a couple of prop bets I want to discuss real quick. Okay. All right. Um, my favorite one right now. So Gladys Knight is going to sing the national anthem. Ooh. She has sung the national anthem before, and it was a 108 second performance. Wow. So the over the over under, we're rounding it down nice. The over under is 105 seconds. Um, the over. Is negative one forty, and the under is the plus one hundred underdog. What do you got? How old is she right now? Uh, she, she's got to be in her late sixties. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't see her as an Aretha Franklin, where she's going to do a lot of, <laughs> and she's not a big lady either. No. So there's not a lot of wind in those lungs. So she's a little bit older. I'm gonna take the under. The under, okay. Yeah. Actually, I was kind of thinking that too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, interesting enough, um, a few years ago when Christina Aguilera was doing the Super Bowl, she fucked over a lot of people because <laughs> she repeated like the last three lines. Oh. And so she just went over the over because she repeated lines. So there was this big thing like, well, she was done at this point. She repeated the lines. That doesn't count. Like that was a whole fucking big thing. Uh, okay. That bitch. So uh, the sports book have. It's a minus 200 favorite and a plus 150 underdog. No. So minus minus 200 favorite, yes. That during a Bud Light commercial, someone will say dilly dilly. Oh, yeah. That's guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm both. Okay. Yeah. And they have like nine Super Bowl ads this year. I'll say, how many 30-second Bud Light commercials will feature the Bud Knight? The over-under is 1.5. I'm saying one. One? Yeah, because oh, they're, they're going to get creative. they got the under. Okay. They're going to get creative this year. Okay. Um, and they have to be. Now, mind you, how many 30-second Bud Light commercials? So if, there is, if, there's one, if there's one 30-second commercial that does, 
And then another 45 second commercial that does. Nope. Doesn't you, count. You're correct. Okay. Um, another great pot rut. Will Adam Levine be wearing a hat at the start of the halftime show? Is that like something he does? He wears a hat and then takes it off? I, uh, I fucking might know. I've only seen him without a hat, so I'm going to say he doesn't have a hat on. All right. The, uh, uh, the favorite is yes, 110 over, and no at 130. I'm saying no. All right. Um, there's a bunch of things about which song would be performed first by uh, Room 5. Or there's too many of them. Fucking, um, <laughs> I don't even know that. Are any performers going to be wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey? No. I'm going to say no, too. I guess the Vegas sports books have it at uh, no being a 300 favorite and yes being a 220, mm. uh, a, a plus 220. Um, if, now this is a this is a big, big thing right here because we're not even talking about is Sweet Victor going to play? All right, this is a huge, like this is, <clears throat> if SpongeBob does make an appearance, not if he does or doesn't, if he does, Will he kneel in protest? No, he won't. SpongeBob won't. <laughs> I believe so as well. No is the favorite at uh, minus 20,000 plus 3,000. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's a pretty big. Um, going back to what you said earlier, will Andre 3000 join Big Boy on stage? Oh, God, I hope so. I hope That would be a big moment. Okay. That would be a big moment. So I say yes. The favorite is no at uh, negative 2026, positive uh, the yes at plus 1069. <laughs> 69. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, that's pretty big odds either way. Um, will CBS show a replay of the missed pass interference call on the Rams versus New Orleans game? Oh, yeah. All right. The yes is uh, the favorite at negative 300 and the no at, at uh, positive 100. Um. Are there going to be uh, who you, uh, who do you got picked? Because I think that's the only thing we didn't cover. Yeah, no, there will be at the end. But these, okay. these are all just kind of the fun prop bets. That are okay. Um, all right. The over-under is, is uh, 2.5. The over-under of the the amount of times that Jim Nance and Tony Rom, uh, Rom, uh, Romo. Romo. Why does that? Oh, I see. There's a fucking... Uh, the total times Jim Nance and Tony Romo say Gronk. The over-under is 2.5. Oh, it's going to be more than it's that. It's going to be more than that. Yeah, it's going to be more, more than, than that. that. Especially coming out of Tony's mouth. Um, will Jim Nance or Tony Romo say Philly special? Yes. I'm actually going to go no on that one since Philly's not involved. Like, they might... I, I know it's kind of weird because they might reference it, especially with... Yeah. A, it, I know it's a risk. Like... Honestly, the, the favorite is no at uh, minus 330 and yes at plus 250. But I still got, kind of got to say no because – no, I still kind of got to say yes because if the Patriots even try something remotely similar, yes, yeah, it's going to get it. called the Philly Special. You got to reference it. Um, total times Roger Goodell will be shown. The over-under is 1.5. I say it's going to be two. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go the over as well. And I'm going to go beyond that, and I'm going to say it's going to be one for the first three quarters, and it's going to be an additional two then. during the fourth quarter of play after the game's over. That doesn't count. No, yeah. Because he does a presentation, all this stuff that doesn't count. But He's the biggest star in the field. Um, let's see. Uh, 
Will will a Tony will a play? Okay, so will a play that Tony Romo predicts result in a touchdown? Oh yes. So he's gonna yes. say, oh, we're gonna see this, this, this. He's calling this. You yes, know. yes. All right. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's happening for sure. Uh, the the uh, yes is the one is the plus one ninety bet, and no is the negative one's uh, minus one sixty five. Um, how many times the over under is one point five? How many times will Giselle be shown? Once at the end. I think so too. Ah, you know what? No, fuck. I think three times because she's going to be in the box right there next to Robert Kraft. <laughs> and I think they're going to go to them like in the last quarter of the game. And I think that's, that's the thing. The last, the last like drive of the game is the bitch. The last drive of the game is when they keep the hot Brazilian back to model the wife fucking yeah. going up to the, um, okay. This is a, this is a fun one. Um, the over under is six. Okay. How many times will Donald Trump tweet on February 3rd? This day of the Super Bowl. Like so overall not, or just during the game? during the game. Just overall? On February 3rd. The over under is six. He doesn't look like he watches football. So I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say like seven or eight times. So yeah, yeah. So it's going to be, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So and I, I'm also going for the over. Um, How many more do we got? I, uh, I got. Let's do two more. Two. I got two. I got yeah, two let's here. do two more. I got two more. Um, oh, no. I got three. I got three more. Okay. 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 Better be good, Eric. Okay. Um, will the roof of Mercedes-Benz Stadium be open for kickoff? I'm going to say yes because you're going to have pyro and shit. I, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. But do we do have like that weather thing going on in the place. But that's place. more in north. Atlanta's kind of... It's northern Georgia, but it's still further south. But I saw something that California basically is the only state that's yeah, exempt yeah. from it. So... Um, the yes is the minus 175 favorite, and the no is the plus 135. Okay. Um, I think you'll like these two. Which will be higher? Trump's approval rating on 2419, the day after the Super Bowl, according to the Ramson, uh, Ramson, Rasmussen reports, or the yardage of the longest field goal made? Oh, the field goal, definitely. <laughs> the, definitely the field goal. <laughs> I mean, like somebody's going to kick a 52 yard field. Goal. I was going to say, fuck that. As of, I think as of today, like if it was a, a 40 yard field goal, I think it would technically be higher <laughs> than Trump's approval. It was like rating. at 32 yeah, or something, something like shit. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh no, excuse, excuse me. Uh, it's been around 45% Trump's approval rating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but still I take, I take oh. the over. I take <laughs> yeah. the over. For Gostowski. Yeah. That's the chip shot. And finally, um, yes or no. Will Tom Brady announce his retirement after the game? No, that motherfucker thinks he's gonna play forever. That's true. No, that's true. I, I say I hard say no. no. Hard that no. is the favorite. Uh, the under the minus two uh, twenty five hundred to the plus twelve hundred. All right. So I guess all that's left is uh, who you got? Whew. My head says the Rams because we said it before. You get to Brady. Yes. You win the game. Yes. There is no better duo in the fucking NFL in the last five years. Then Ndama Kinsu, Kinsu, however you fucking say his name, and Aaron Donald. I'm pretty sure there might be a click or two in there as well. There you go. I know that's what you were fishing for. And that's what my head says. Yes. 
But my head also said that the fucking uh, the Chiefs were going to blow the fuck out of fucking the Patriots yeah. just based off of fucking regular season stats. There's some fucking magic fucking voodoo that goes on with the fucking Patriots. Yep. Fucking, uh, fucking Tom Brady's giving a fucking hand job to Satan while fucking uh-huh. Bill Belichick is playing with his butthole or some shit. Uh-huh. And something happens, and they always seem to pull it out. So my head says the Rams. My heart says the Patriots. I say the score is going to be something like fucking 21 21 to fucking 17 something yeah. close like yeah, that yeah. that if we go off of history which is our best predictor of fucking what's gonna happen yep i think it's gonna be 21 17 patriots i got okay even though i want the rams to win see i'm i'm in i am in the uh i mean I'm, my head when i break it down look at the stat sheet the way I see it, my head. When I rationalize it, when I know what I want, when I know what I like, like when you what use I, what reason I see, and logic. When I when I and when I want to be like you know when I when I kneel down and I pray and I know what I want, you know what I mean. And and uh, I'm willing to sacrifice my firstborn child, Elizabeth Jackman. Shout out! Here you go, surprise baby. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not even not on this game, not on this one. I'm not even sacrificing that. But you know, my head and all that stuff was like, okay, the Rams, the Rams, you know, Dombutsu. Aaron Donald, Talib Kalib, you know, we got, you know, at the front, we got the back end, you know, we got a great defense, you know, we have a, uh, excellent offense, not as, probably not as good as the defense, but a great offense. Um, in my head, on paper, going Rams. Until the very end, best team in the league, going Rams. Um, but after years of heartbreak, in my heart, my bad. My, my bad. Said Robert. Bad. Said Robert. Stop that shit, fucking Robert. Fuck, stop that shit. Stop peeping on that girl. God damn it. Like, in my gut, I'm like, fuck, the Patriots are probably going to pull it out. Like, I don't like it. I don't want it. And I'm not. It's a, it's one of those things where they would have lost last year. And I have this. I have a hard fucking time betting against They're Tom motivated. Brady two years in a row. They're motivated. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know Gronk has a ring already, but I feel like he he wants another one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he's gonna do whatever he can. They want to go I out. I feel on like they. I feel like Belichick and and Brady are going to like. There's there's not even just a desire. Did you see uh, that? What was it? Instagram or the post of Gronk and Brady after the Chiefs came? The way they were walking through the airport over the fuck and just like. They've got a swagger to them. They're they're not they're not walking around. That team is not walking around like fucking hey, we made this. You know what I mean? They're not saying fuck those guys. You know, fuck this. We're gonna do this. That they're, they're, they're walking around with the swagger. Like yeah, you know what's fucking us. The good you know, fellow, we're, basically. We're, yeah, we that we, we that motherfucking des. You know what I mean? That's mm. that's that's not what it is. Not motherfucker, but you know we that motherfucking des. You know what mm. I mean? Okay. Suck my thick <laughs> yeah. dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, so I I. I yeah, I gotta go Patriots, mm. and I oh, it hurts. And you know what hurts even more? The fact that we're recording this for posterity, so that in three thousand years, and they've got that obelisk on Mars dedicated to us, we are the Tony Romos of this shit. It's still it, like my voice is gonna be saying, "I've got the Patriots in the Super Bowl," and I hate that. But I same time though, this is a no win Super Bowl for me because, like I said, fuck the Rams. You know, they were the Raiders' first uh, for me, <laughs> the first crosstown rivals. You know, so you know, no win. So with that said, At least I just want to give a shout out to my deceased grandfather who was a huge Rams fan. So there you go. Um, that is the, there you go. the deciding factor, too, for me. So Bob Pixton, the Super Bowl is for you, baby. There you go, Bob.
So with that said, Eric, bring us home, baby. All right. So please go out there and uh, join the Facebook page. Uh, like the Facebook page. Join the Facebook group. Uh, Art and Jacob do America. Um, you know, there's a lot of good stuff going on over all of there. And we would love it if, uh, you know, there was even more of a conversation, more great posts from all of y'all. Mm-hmm. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. And, uh, you know, if we agree, you know, we might change some stuff. And if we don't agree, um, you can suck my left nut because you're not good enough for the right one. Mm. That's right. Um, we are on Facebook Live every time we record. So, you know, check that out. Uh, you, if you look at me right now, you can see my sweet, sweet double chin. Oh, that's fucking beautiful right there. Anyway, um, find us on uh, Instagram. Uh, the web, the the podcast is at Art and Jacob Do America, and that basically is Jacob. That's how you get the <laughs> that is him. Me. Yeah, <laughs> um, all your hate mail goes to Jacob. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Art, who's not here today, but is a beloved member of the podcast. Um, he is at Robots versus Robots. That's Robots vs Robots. Um, show him can, some love, goddamn. That's right. Show him some love, son of a bitch. And you can find me at E B Castillo the first. That's E B C A S T I double L O T H E. The number one S T. You sound like Jeb Jarrett right now. That's right. That's kind of where I took it from. <laughs> e B Castillo the first with the number one. Um, hate mail goes to fucking Jacob. Nudes go to me. Um, we it's haven't fair. we haven't we haven't we haven't touched upon that in a little bit. Uh, somebody sent me nudes. You know what I mean? Just that they all go to me. You know what? Oh no, we. What did we say? It was either thumbs or big toes. If you're not comfortable with the news, just send me one of the two. You know what I mean? Just And we'll work our way up. He'll still jack you know off I mean? to it. That's right. Um, French tips. I prefer French tips. Um, anyway, so go to uh, Apple uh, iTunes. Mm-hmm. Find us on Pocket Cast. Uh, Spotify. We are on Spotify. Basically Find everywhere except for except goddamn Stitcher. Son of a bitch. Fuck them. Uh, they subscribe. wanted social security numbers and shit. And I said, motherfuck that. You ain't stealing my identity, That's today. Right. Goddamn right. dark web. Fucking, uh, which is a great episode. You should go back and listen yeah. to our Dark Web episode. I will say this too. Speaking of great episodes, no. uh, I, uh, a couple episodes I said that you know, the Bongos episode was about 20 episodes uh, away from you know, beating the Hells Angels for the number one downloaded episode of all yes. time. The fucking margin now is three. Oh, son of a bitch. And somebody out there is going back and listening to past episodes because the Hells Angels, it like tripled its fucking downloads. And then the Mongols <laughs> took suit. So there is an actual rivalry going on with our downloads, not only in the real life situation with the Mongols and the Hells Angels, but at, for our downloads as well. Wow. So keep that fucking rivalry, rivalry alive. Wow. You guys are actually downloading for the, the souls of Art and Jacob to America. That's Featured right. Dr. But you know, like us on all social. Uh, well, yeah, and I and I am on Twitter at eb castillo two. Uh, Jacob is at Jacob Picks mm-hmm. uh, with an X. Uh, so you know, like us on all the social medias. You know, see what you want. Join the conversation. Let us what's going on. Rate, review, five stars. Just say, hey, you know what? Eric, Doctor, excuse me, <clears throat> the good the reverend, reverend, the good Reverend Eric told me to write a review otherwise I'd have to suck his left nut that would be in that'd be fantastic fucking send that shit do that shit on all of the fucking uh, uh, media platforms and with that said <laughs> oh in honor what it sounds tell your mom when you boo you now with that said <laughs> have a good night